Christ, we didn't start it. Then we... What's up, everybody? Uh-huh. Welcome to the Nodecast second episode. I'm joined by the dumb one, Tyler Stobel. Hello there. The real engineer, Ryan Cleveland. <laughs> yes. And the Minnie Mouse of it all, Leah <laughs> Provolone. Not my last name. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, welcome to the Nodecast, where four dumb friends talk about four dumb topics for... Sometimes not dumb. Sometimes not dumb. Semi-dumb. Sometimes we talk about magnets. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> How do they work? For science. Your enjoyment? It's more yeah. hours. It <laughs> so, Our mockery. today, Ty's starting the first topic. So, Ty, what's your topic? All right. Smooth, man. Very smooth. <laughs> like smooth jazz. Like that Diet Coke. <laughs> All right, so my topic is going to be about college. Um, recently come to the revelation that you don't really need to go to college if you have a, like a plan for a career and like a skill trade or something like that. Um, I recently took a semester off because I broke my ankle and came to the revelation that I don't want to be in debt anymore and going to college was a terrible mistake. I could have just became a carpenter been living a happy life, debt-free, and, you know, not earning as much at all, but could have, uh, could have been happy, and, uh... You're not happy now. Not, no, no, not, not, <laughs> with the realization that I have $100,000 of debt hanging over my oh, head geez. constantly. So, I was talking to my dad about this one time, and, uh, I pretty much looked at him, and I said, you know, no one ever told me I didn't have to go to college if I didn't want to. Hmm. Everyone always tells you, where are you going to college? Have you applied? You know, you got to go to college. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, just looking back, I would have done things differently, but I'm kind of stuck where I am. So I'm just curious as to, like, how do you guys feel about college? Like, did anyone tell you you don't have to go? And you were like, well, great, I can go do this if I want to. Or was you guys kind of in the same situation where, like, everyone was just simply, you got to go to college? Yeah. I think so. Well, and that's why, so earlier I was playing around with the idea of talking about high school for a topic, but I'll get to that later on in my life. Um, (laughs) So, but one of the things I wanted to talk about was every time I saw my guidance counselor, she always, like, I would talk about how I was applying to state schools, and she was like, oh, you can do better than that. You should apply to, like, Northeastern and BU. Yeah, exactly. But, like, those are, like, at the time, they were 50 grand, they're probably more. And at the time, I wanted to go into Probably. education. So, technically, yes, with education, you do need to go to college. But I wasn't 100% like sold on that yet, so she didn't really give me those other options. But Don't hit the table. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Just because before, we there was a... We've had moments. We can edit, we'll edit this out. But yeah, no, she never, like, gave me that option of either just saying, okay, well, maybe you want to do education, maybe you should go to community college for two years, don't take out loans, figure out what you want to do, or get a job for a little bit, like, figure out that way, go volunteer. Like, I don't know, I feel like at 18, you... Like, your brain's not fully developed yet. You don't know what you want to do for the rest of your exactly. life. Exactly. You got, you got so many options. You can do anything, really. You just got to... I mean, you can and you can't, like, from a practicality standpoint. Like, it would mm. be nice to just say, oh, I'm going to go get a job, and oh, I'm going to volunteer, and that kind of thing. You can do that to an extent, but more than likely, your job coming out of 
high school is not going to be one that you're going to be living at home. Yeah. Which I mean, yeah. I mean, which you are after college for most people, anyways. Yeah. Some people, yeah. I mean, I uh, did. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not like shooting that down or anything. It's, well, yes. a, it's a fantastic thing to do. Um, but what I mean is, it's for some people you're not given. Not everyone's Present. given that same lease on life. I guess mm. not everyone is is in the position when they graduate high school that I can, you know go volunteer somewhere. Mm. Like, right. you might have to spend every hour of your day that you're not sleeping at a job to pay for your, your sick grandmother's, you know, That's medical true. bills or something it's like that. Yeah. And in, obviously in that case, you're definitely not going to go to um, a college anyway because you can't mm. afford the loans for that. Yeah. And well, no, and not you can't right away. You right. Know? But I think where, to your I think what you were going to get at with your high school topic is probably learning skills in high school that mm-hmm. can benefit you after you graduate so you right. don't have to go to college or something like that. Like, uh, if you were to go to a trade school for for high school instead of a public school. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I know when I... Obviously, when I was looking at high schools, that was never even on my radar like we're right. lucky that we have a couple high schools around here mm-hmm. we could go to a public school we can go to a trade school if we wanted to if you can get in but i mm-hmm. when i was looking at them the trade school was always the oh you're not good enough to get into college like that was your option there yeah and almost. oh like if you went to a trade school you're not good enough or, or that's that's where you're taking you're not going to college whatsoever oh right like once right, you go right. there you're stuck there so a lot of parents were, you know, discouraging their children to go to that school because of that. Right. Uh, they wanted them to, you know, go get an education. But at the same time, you are getting an education by learning a trade. And, um, like, you know, you wouldn't be in debt then. No. Yeah, you don't So, I don't know. I, like, I see that point that everyone's bringing to the table. But I don't necessarily, like, agree with it. Um, in the sense that. Currently, my job is a social media coordinator, which realistically does not need a college degree. Um, And I think that is held accountable on its merits, but I went to a community college, Mm -hmm. and then I went to an expensive private school. And while I might have not had, or I might have thrown a lot of money away in these scenarios... I definitely grew in ways that those classes didn't do it for me, but those scenarios did it for me. And I think that that's really integral to the growing process because in high school I was an D slash F student. Mm-hmm. I failed almost every single class and just graduated by the skin of my teeth. God, you were a here. loser, weren't you? I was the coolest <laughs> kid, <laughs> correct. He was the coolest of the losers. And well, then... You know, I saw all my friends go to school after, and I had to go to the community college route, which mm-hmm. was the best thing because I got, I was the A, B student at that point. I like, and I learned a lot about myself, and then as a, like, a one-upsmanship, I was like, you know what, like, I'm going to be the Cinderella story where, like, I'm going to suck at high school, but I'm, you know, I'm going to turn around and go to a great college after, and mm-hmm. I ended up going to Suffolk University. And at the same time there, like, I had some great classes. You know what? (laughs) Nerd. (laughs) Either way, so, nonetheless, what happened was, 
I went there and I paid an outrageous amount. I didn't really get a lot of scholarships, and currently, it's hurting me beyond belief. I mean, you what? You've been out of school for two years now. Three, three years now, yeah, and you st- and you still have loans. Yeah, and they're you know up the ass still. Yep, and th- like that's my point though. It's like that's always going to be over your head until you pay it off. But that's not you're not going to be able to pay it off until yeah. you know there's I five think, six years after college. I think there's a, on your job. There's like a like the maximum. There's a maximum amount of money, or like you can take out as a loan. No, no, I was I was going to go different. There's a maximum amount of like earning, and obviously it's completely all over the place but your i think your maximum potential if you're looking at it from a strictly money point of view your maximum potential earning is tends to skew a lot higher with a college degree yes right. um but that doesn't mean like you can't have a, a, the means to sustain yourself without one yes but you do have to be able to you know have something Budget that you can bring to the table yeah. well i think like, there's more room with a degree i think there's more room for growth Within a company or wherever you are, there are a lot of jobs too. Like Mike, like you said, the that your social media coordinator position probably doesn't require. It does on paper, and that's exactly what I was gonna say. Is on paper it does, but the actual job doesn't. Yeah, and that's like a weird thing that has come about in the last. I was actually yeah, I read an article about this recently, where it's like only come about in the last like ten years or so, where it's kind of like. HR at a lot of companies has gotten a lot lazier. And yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just putting, like, requires college degree on a, a job application kind of filters out. Um, it's supposed to at least bring to the table someone who's at least competent enough to be able to put themselves through classes and, you know, survive on their own for for four years and manage their own schedule and be able to be self-sufficient. Yeah. Be self-sufficient. Well, I think so. that also plays into what Mike was saying, where he got those other experiences outside of the classroom. Mm. And I mm-hmm. think that's, that's more what I got out of my undergrad. I mean, I was a psych degree. You literally can do anything. With, like <laughs> Or nothing. Or nothing <laughs> at all. Like, it's one of those degrees you have to do something else, you know? But, no, I think it's me being involved on campus, me being involved in community service, like, that's what really, those experiences were much more valuable than the classroom. But then sometimes I think, like Ty was saying, I think back and I say, well, was that worth all of that yeah. money that yeah. I paid? You know? I wish I had learned to trade, because I know a couple people that went to the trade school in our town for, yep. for high school, and then they went to college anyway. Which yeah, I didn't. Like, I was like, oh, I didn't realize that was an option. But he had like such a leg up because um, he had machine shop background and mm-hmm. and uh, drafting classes and all this that I was. I had, you know, I kind of always knew I wanted to be an engineer, weirdly. But um, he had like such a leg up on the mechanical engineering program at because he the had college like he went experience to because he had school. that background. Yeah. So it's like, it's it's a. I think, yeah, I mean, I would say if you have the opportunity to go to a trade school or your high school, if it's a public high school, offers woodshop or or culinary or any of that stuff that is, you know, rarer and rarer these days, take advantage of it because there's nothing, there's literally no downside to, like, learning those things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Broadening so your horizons. And don't anything. take, like, 
uh, history of Haverhill like I did. Or, <laughs> like, or like Wait, that's philosophy. a class? <laughs> yeah, lied, is, philosophy yeah. 101. Like, yeah, right. No, but see, this is where, once again, like, I disagree. Like, yeah. I to think... To an extent, I do. I, like, honestly, I said that, like, I have taken classes in at Suffolk specifically that have cultivated my skills for my job. Not necessarily to the point where, like, I think I needed four years worth of schooling. But on top of that, like, that scenario is just eye-opening in itself because you get to be with people that clash with you at every turn. Like, you get to be in environments to really find out who you are as a human being. Mm -hmm. Because, sure, there's a lot of people that go to, like, vocational schools and then continue their trade, and then they're in a line. And, like, obviously that's not the case for everyone, but, like, you become accustomed to a certain thought process, you work with people that are similar-minded to you for the most part because it's all on the same train, and there's no one to clash and conflict with their ideas to help you grow, especially in a year where, like you said, you're still developing and growing at the age of 18 through 20. Mm -hmm. And so what better way to then be in a university and then have discussions with, like, you know, a philosophy class, which on paper sounds like bullshit, but really makes makes the case for you to create an argument about something. Mm -hmm. And, like, obviously... I really want to hammer down, like, the importance of, like, extracurriculars because yeah. I know people that have done acapella. I've been a part <laughs> of the group that's done, like, a video game squad that I've created, like, one of my longest-lasting best friends out of. Mm-hmm. and Or, like, your economics extracurricular where you discover dollar drafts at Coogan's. Yeah. So, sure. Yeah. But, yeah. like, it's also, like... <laughs> dollar beer. At, <laughs> I, like, learned... Like... I think college as an experience is a must. Like, I don't think it needs to be on the $50,000 a year level. Right. And, like, maybe I would reevaluate that for going to a public state school instead to save the money. But then I would lose the friends that I've made in the process. So, and I'm a sap for that. But you would gain different friends by going to a different school. Yeah, but I'm a sap. So, I like like (laughs) what I've cultivated. At the moment, yes. But if you had a chance to go back and go to a state school. No, I wouldn't do it. Private school. Really? I would take the hit. Really? Yeah. Really? If you went back and had no recollection or memory of your Suffolk experience, you would still be Suffolk. Well, then I wouldn't have had those experiences to then deter me. Right, exactly. That's what we're saying, though. Like, if you graduated NECO, would you, and knowing what you knew now only about finances... Well, then that would be a different story. Yeah. Then, yeah, maybe I would, like, actually take the time to look at a state school. What you're saying is you don't regret the financial state... Due to the relationships you've built. No, it absolutely, like, my my financial situation sucks, and, like, there's definitely no argument for that, and, but, yeah, the groups I was in, the fact that I was, like, my biggest goal, and it was selfish, is, like, I want to go to a good school, and I want to be in the city of Boston, and I got to, like, live as a Bostonian, and -hmm. travel the city, and meet fantastic new people, and I just think that college is, like, an experience, is the most important thing. I don't know if it's necessarily worth, like, here, you have to take four classes for a profession that's not, like, lawyer or, you know, psychiatrist or whatever. But I think that in these scenarios, you get to clash and grow that no other experience can give you. Because high school, you're trapped with the same 200 people year in and year out. For four years or so, yeah. And then if you go into an occupation and that's your, like, steady life after that, you're with the same people for 10-plus years. Mm -hmm. And you don't... There's really no 
personal growth. Yeah, unless you switch jobs or something like that. But even then, you know, as you said, you're, it, it's limited to who you're exposed to. Yeah, you could join the VFW. <laughs> of or course the you could do that. You know. or, I mean, I've been invited to join the Masons, but I haven't had, well, I haven't had time. Well, look at you, Mr. Know, Secret right? Society over here. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I do understand what you're saying, Mike, and I, I am thankful that for the experiences and the knowledge that I've learned from going to college and my friends that I've met and everything like that, yeah. It's just, you know, looking back on it, I just, as I said, I wish someone had told me you don't have to go. It was, it, I think or, that's changed a little bit. Like, it's not quite pushed as, like, a requirement. But, I, I, well, I, I, I disagree. I think it's more of a requirement nowadays because people... When did you graduate high school? Um, 2012. Oh, shit, you're young. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I don't think it should be presented as something like that's a requirement. I just think it should be something that's presented as an it's an option, an opportunity, but don't feel pressured to do it right away. Yeah, and I, that's you know? the thing is it is yeah. it is definitely pushed as like this is the next logical step. You should go do this. Yeah, which it, it, there's certainly other options that everyone should you know look at and and evaluate. Yeah, but I also think that not everyone wants to be in a craft. No, exactly. And yes, that's no, and, and that's exactly. fine. Yeah, I'm not saying you know if you don't want to be in a craft and you want to go to college, go to college. Like that's that's on you. I mean, I have no mm-hmm. problem with that. You can't be a physicist unless you go to college. Precisely. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's some <laughs> occupations that require. Right. But yeah. like, if that's your life's dream, like you're obviously not gonna like go learn carpentry and then become a physicist. Like, I mean, you could literally, but I mean. Not without going to college first. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, well, honestly, the, the, I have two real statements. And that's the fact that... I have three fake ones. Oh, good. I can't <laughs> wait to hear them. Um, is the fact that I went to school for a degree in public relations. And I just thought that that was, made sense to me at the time. And then I graduated and I was like, you know what? Like, I don't love this field. I really want to do something in, like, entertainment and... Just something that's a little more sociable. And on top of that, I think that my spending of the amount of money I was on what now turns out to be not the sure thing I wanted is the one slight where I'm like, God, like even the two years I went to a community college wasn't enough time for me to figure out like, ooh, that was not the career choice that <laughs> you really wanted in life. Yeah, Good thing you didn't yeah. go to that private school for four years. Yes. <laughs> and that's where I'm at. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but I mean, an- another thing that sparked this whole uh, the thought process I had was that my younger brother, he, um, he literally went to two years of high school and dropped out. Now, I don't know how it worked out with my parents because I was at college. But my older brother and I, when we heard about this news, we were, you know, floored because we're like, you have to go to college to get more money to, you know, to live better. But he's he's proved me wrong. He, um, you know, he's made good contacts. He's lived a lot. He's, you know, probably done more than I have experience-wise. And um, he's worked on, you know, heavy machinery as a welder, as a mechanic. Um, he's done a lot of carpentry as well. He's a big rig driver. I mean, he's, you That's know... Cool a lot of shit across the board. If you have a problem with you with your car, I mean, if I have a question about a boat, house, or truck, I go to him, and I'm just like, what about this? And he's like, yeah, you know, go here, do this, do that, and, you know, problem solved. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was interesting how I feel I haven't learned as much. I mean, um, book smart, yes, but um, he's book smart and street smart. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, you know, I, I kind of wish I had more of what he has while still keeping what I got. So I, I guess, in a sense, I'm trying to be greedy, but... Well, at the same time, what... Where are you coming... Like, have you... What do you do in college besides, like, classes and stuff? Like, are you involved on your campus or anything? Yeah, so um, I was the vice president of my robotics club uh, for three, awesome. three years. Yeah, we built no, a lot of robots, so cool. went to a lot of competitions, won a bunch. Um, <laughs> Me being the actual engineer, I'm calling <laughs> <him> <laughs> <laughs> What a dick. I <laughs> uh, did soccer, football, frisbee, um, whole bunch of stuff. You know, mm. I, I was involved with the campus, you know, made a lot of good friends, and, you okay. know, yeah. yeah. Engineers are the jocks of the science world, so that makes Truly, sense. very truly, yes. <laughs> the only time Ryan Slap that on our review. <laughs> I did not call myself a jock, but... <laughs> well, you are an engineer, are you yeah. not? That's true. <laughs> so you are a jock. At least one person at this table is... <laughs> That's him. where I walk out the door. Um, How's that broken way? But like, I guess th- in thank, the, thank you very much. In relation to this topic, the one thing I'm really interested in is Leah's take for the fact that like hmm. you have a master's, right? Oh, yeah. So that's it's, an extra. It's within education, right? It is. It's technically master's in education for community engagement in higher education. Okay. So. Which is, this is where, and this is where I wish I could go back and give myself more time between undergrad and grad school, because it is a very small market, (laughs) and I did not look at that before going in, so when I graduated, it was very difficult. You had, like, all of these people who were competing for the same type of jobs in a very small market, and now the program is growing more and more, and there's less and less jobs because there's financial issues. Um, So now I'm working in a nonprofit, which is, I don't mind that. I love it. As long as you're getting paid. (laughs) As long as I'm getting paid, (laughs) I am. But it's... I always thought nonprofits meant you didn't get paid. That's what I thought too, and I was <laughs> for like, for a long wait, time, money has to go somewhere. <laughs> Not a lot, but <laughs> like, do you pay them to work? Like, that's a but backwards. But now I'm line. kind of like in Mike's boat, where I'm looking back and thinking, did I choose the right path? Like, because this is this is a career that I could have done just with a bachelor's hmm. um, and some experience. But now I'm thinking, you know, way back when I was a junior in undergrad, I considered being a guidance counselor. And now I'm, like, leaning back toward that, but that requires another master's degree. Oh, jeez. So, <laughs> yeah, that's one that actually requires <laughs> a degree and a state test. So I think a master's is great if you need it, one. And two, if it's something that you know is marketable, mm-hmm. and you are absolutely 100% sold on it. But I'm now realizing this is more, a, like, a passion of mine, but not career-wise, if that makes yeah. sense. No, that's it's, so like, yeah. it's like if someone, like, like, for instance, I love to cook, but I would never go to culinary and do it as a job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because so, you're not that good. <laughs> too cheap. I mean, her, her cookies were pretty dang good. But, like... <laughs> And yeah, I guess that's kind of where I fall on that same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. the idea of, like, public relations and marketing, like, watching it happen live. Like, how, like, you know, today's big thing is United ripping a passenger (laughs) off a plane. Yeah. And, like, (laughs) as, like, from the PR side, I'm fascinated by this. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd love to see their spin, their take. 
Did they spin it yet? They, they, they released they, that apology. Yeah. They were saying, we don't condone this. We were not uh, part of this technically. Uh, the marshal on the plane had the final say, so we are investigating him because of this. So just to clarify for the listeners, so this oh was... My God, <laughs> the listeners? This was when those... That younger girl was wearing leggings. No, no, no. this is today. Oh, today. wait. So, uh, there what? was a United Airline, and it needed four extra seats for um, pilot and other people to hop on because mm-hmm. they had a different. They flight. overbooked. Correct. Yeah. And oh, okay. and so they needed that space for those other pilots to get on the plane. Mm. And so you know they tried to offer free tickets. They tried to buy the tickets off of people, and eventually no one said anything. No, no. they took three. Yeah, Let they, me, needed, they needed did one they take more. Three? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. There All was right. one person left. You've clearly been following yes. it, Mr. PR, so why don't you tell us? So, PR, PR. Basically, uh, from what I've read, is it started with the United offering $400 on a hotel night stay to passengers, randomly selected, or actually, no. No, volunteers. Overall, to the whole volunteers. Then what happened after that, no one took the deal. Mm-hmm. So then they upped the number to $800 in a hotel night stay. And they were able to do get some people off, and then ultimately, when they were still missing one, there's a program where they can like randomly select someone on the plane and be like, due to the agreement that you signed to us, yep. this is the deal now. You gotta go. And they landed on this Asian man who refused to get off the plane. You had to bring race into I it. I did. He always does, you know? <laughs> well, I think it's actually really important, especially in the fact that, like, the ending of the story is really finicky. Okay, continue. Um, so, the guy refuses to get off the plane. He claims that he's a doctor and says, I'm not getting off the plane because I have patients I have to see tomorrow, and I'm on this flight. And so then what happens is ultimately they force him off the plane, mm-hmm. like, literally physically, like, rip physically him more? off like, of his like, seat and, like, his drag him and drag by his legs. And he's with his wife, I believe, and there's three, like, police officials. Mm-hmm. And they drag him down. And they, like, busted his lip. And that's the end of the video, the, the footage that they showed. And then ultimately there's another footage of him, like, clenching something on the plane, like, standing there, and his mouth is, like, bloody. Like, clearly, like, they cut his lip and it just... And, like, the reason I bring up his race is because he's saying something that I can't understand. There's, like, multiple different things that he could have been saying. And mm-hmm. he's just saying it on a loop. And it's mm-hmm. just unintelligible. And it just adds more to the story. And then, like, yeah. United's come out with a press thing being like, this is unexcusable on our mm-hmm. part, blah, blah, blah. And, like, obviously, this United's going to get sued and this guy's going to be fined for quite a while. What I don't understand, and I, I haven't... I've flown United before, and it's always been, it's been on flights that were overbooked, and they ask for volunteers. They do this so far before you get on the plane. Like, I don't know how this guy, how they even got that far. That's what kind of, like, I haven't looked into it or read into it, and obviously I'm sure we'll find out more in the next couple days, but I don't know, like, they always offer that thing. Before boarding. Well, wait. Before you get on the plane. Before we do this, we could either... Make the United thing a topic, a second topic, or sure. we just table this for and talk about like United stance and like public relations for another time. 
because I think I think we have some solid topics now, and I don't want to yeah. waste more time. Let's table it. We'll table like that because right. we'll see how it all unfolds. That's true. We'll wait till yes. we actually mm-hmm. get enough information. So first. then, like, let's say next week or something. Yeah, I can so actually right. read about it. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of talking about leggings. <laughs> but ultimately, Whatever. that was a good story too. I mean, yeah. that was another you yeah. yeah. United. We, we can bring that up next time. Okay. Either way, yes. Ultimately, I think we all have various stances. I think the bottom line about at least the college aspect is like, you know, like Ty, you're a hands-on kind of guy who clearly like it runs in your family. Yes. And obviously, you have the career path of you know just getting into the workforce or getting like a degree to then become like an engineer because I feel like every engineer position requires college education. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can um, apply for uh, a, I was a drafter X Y engineer job without you exactly some kind of yeah. degree. so obviously you still stay in that path but clearly it wasn't for you correct yes. um and obviously i think that that goes case by case for people that really prefer their works like to work in the fields versus like you know typical college jobs that end up being like desk jobs of some sort yeah. for the most part um but i also think that the counterpoint like you know sometimes for some people it's worth the money i think the one piece of advice ultimately is really look at the price point because the hubris of going to a prestigious school when you have no financial aid backing or anything is really going to bite you in the ass. Or you don't, yes. or you're not like a hundred percent like this is what I've dreamed of doing yeah. my yes. whole life. Like, exactly. yeah. oh, I guess this sounds cool is not a good reason. To go there's to just more to it than just base. Like, well, I like marketing, like from the outside you jump in and then you realize it's not for you. Like, I guess it makes more sense to go to, um, to like take a couple classes and change your major, but then that's just stresses of adding more money. Well, yeah, or even like do the two year community college and then transfer yeah. to a state school. I mean, community in Massachusetts. Or just go to state school all four years, like this guy. Right. Or or you, not about go, you or go to any school <laughs> for two years. Maybe get associates, maybe not, and determine if you want to continue or not. And that right. should be a deciding point. Yeah. But like what I'm saying with the community college thing, and another thing that guidance counselors should have told students um is when you from massachusetts if you go to a community college they already have a partnership with all of the mass state schools not all so you majority well it depends on the community college correct yeah um so they have this agreement that if you get a certain gpa at the community college mm-hmm. and graduate in a certain amount of time i'm sure there's other regulations involved mm-hmm. you automatically get accepted into that state school and you get a like a percentage off of your tuition financially that's true which is great so you get to you know be in college classes but kind of explore those classes and what you want to do right and then you still get that four-year living in a college experience also Hmm. that's very true you can probably save some money on books doing that definitely so you can buy books you want to read like Star Wars books, like tomorrow, Ooh. smooth segue Ooh. right up Ooh. in here. <laughs> so with that <laughs> awful, just I like awful. It. I Look, how was... are we going to bridge that? I Ryan, know. what's your topic <laughs> for an engineer? That was pretty smooth. <laughs> I don't know how we were going to ever jump from college education to Star Wars fan fiction more than, like, glorified fan fiction. Ryan, what's your topic? Star Wars books. Cool, did yeah. not see that one coming. Love Star Wars. <laughs> Please, introduce us to the topic. Well, there's a new book coming out tomorrow. I'm Ooh. super excited. Uh, it's called Thrawn. It's by this guy, Timothy Zahn. 
And if you're a big fan of the old Expanded Universe, which Disney decided to wipe away 40, well, 40 years of, of in-universe history, but like 10 to 15 years of books. There were probably a couple hundred books that they just decided, you know what, Episode 7's coming, which I don't argue, I don't, I see the merit in this. Episode 7 was coming out, uh, Force Awakens, blank on the title there for a second. And You're a real fan over here, aren't I you? I know, seriously. He's just so excited. I'm really excited. I love Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but, so in the old timeline, they were up to about the same time period uh, where The Force Awakens was going to take place. And Disney looked at it, and, and Lucasfilm looked at it, and rather than uh, having to work their story around some all the stories that have already happened, some of which were really good, some of which were glorified fan fiction, like I said, um, they said, you know what? None of that stuff ever happened. It's just going to be... These what are, what these we say stories. from now on and everything. Yeah, basically they were like, the movies can stay. Who said that? Disney? Disney, yes. yeah. Oh. After they bought Lucasfilm. The movies still count. The Clone Wars uh, CG TV show still counts. Unfortunately, not the sweet animated one from that Samurai Jack guy. But, what? Yeah. Do you not know about that? That one's gone? Oh, yeah, no, that doesn't... Oh, none of that stuff, like, I mean, happened. It, yeah. Yeah. That, so. That's so sad. Those are yep. so good. R.I.P. God. So, that included a bunch of books, including uh, a trilogy called the Thrawn Trilogy by this guy, Timothy Zahn, uh, which was pretty much the de facto 789 for a long time. Like, that was, like, the episode 789. It was this awesome continuation. He was really good. He was an amazing writer. And all made sense and flowed together. Yeah, everything. Yeah. It actually came out before Attack of the Clones, and he oh, wow. references, um, uh, I think they're called like cloning cylinders, and how the Empire grew hmm. stormtroopers and all that. Way before, like this was ten, about ten years before, uh, a little less than ten years before Episode Two came out. So he either like had some insider knowledge or or was talking about it. But now they're reestablishing that. There's a bunch of new books that are coming out. Um, they've been a little hit or miss, but but okay. as, as all things. Yeah. But what about the old books? Cause I, like, how many of the old books have you read? Uh, rough number. Read a lot. And are um, they all hits? No. Oh no. God no. Yeah. So, I mean, it's basically par for the course. Yeah. I mean, it's just with the old books, you could kind of at least when I started reading them. Uh, I didn't know any better because I was like seven, mm -hmm. and then as I got older, I could pick and choose. Like, oh, okay, I hear this is a good one. I'm going to read this series, and it's supposed to be good. Uh, now, as I'm reading each of them as they come out, the bad ones really stand out. Yep. And it's not. I guess some of it's not so much as they're bad, but they're just they are targeting a lot of different genres. Mm -hmm. Like there's like the young adult book, which obviously me being. 26-year-old man is not going to really <laughs> like, like... But you're a kid at home. I'm not really... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll still read it, but... Or, yeah. <laughs> now you can call me <laughs> or, like, uh, you know, the, the tween romance novel that one of our dear friends read and yeah. gave me a synopsis on. Uh, Wait, what novel's that? Colby read... Uh, 
this like tween romance Star Wars romance book. It's essentially oh. Twilight, but Star Wars version. No vampires though. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Star Wars version is in. But like, it does have Jedi's some cool stuff. Like it jumps around like a bunch of timelines and like these. Does like, it have little Ewoks? It gives you kind of like a like a young Absolutely. imperial perspective on like the Death Star and and what it did and like how the imperial media like portrayed it and all this stuff how it was gonna hmm. unify the galaxy and all this stuff so but. Thrawn's coming Thrawn is coming tomorrow and we out. and right now in yes. current canon we have Thrawn in the in animated TV the show the Rebels animated TV show yes he and was brought back from the the expanded universe grave mm-hmm. which they've been doing for some characters and some ships and stuff like that which is nice so now why are you excited for Thrawn because Thrawn was probably one of the most influential characters to the Star Wars canon back at the time. Uh, like, the Empire, in the books, you know, like it's always from the Rebels' point of view or the New Republic's point of view, which makes sense. Like, they're the heroes of the, of the movies, they're going to be the heroes of the book. And they always win. Like, maybe the Empire, like, gets a few good hits in there, but by the end of the book, they're always getting their ass kicked. And Thrawn... The character of Thrawn, anyway, kind of comes out of nowhere, like, from the edge of the galaxy, and takes command of what's left of the Imperial Remnant, and brings them surging back. And, like, kicking ass for, like, two books. It's a trilogy, so obviously, he, you know, it has to end <laughs> at some point. But, <laughs> but uh, he's just, like, uh, his character's, like, really cool. He's, he's literally cool. Like, he's cool, calm, collected, like, all the time. Uh, he's not, he's not, he's, like, basically the antithesis of Darth Vader, where Darth Vader is, like, this, like, brute force who kind of comes in and, uh, just, you know, wrecks the place, and everyone's terrified of him, and if you screw up around him, he's gonna choke you to death on, in front of all your, all your friends and family, Mm -hmm. but Thrawn sits back and, and will look at things and isn't afraid to turn around and run away if he sees that they're losing. And if you fail around him, he'll still look at what you did and say, you know, he'll he picks out merit and encourages that in the Empire rather than at least in the old books, he would encourage that. We'll see what the new version is. I haven't seen the Rebels T V show at all. So him, he's so. like the Sherlock Holmes of Star Wars? Yeah. More or less. So he's just like cool, calm, collected cool, human. Cool, calm, collected. Mm-hmm. He's an alien. He's okay. blue. Okay. So. Oh. Other than that, he looks human. Oh, he has glowing red eyes too. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, how does that work into the whole xenophobic state of the empire? Uh, well, that's a good question. In the old version, he was pretty much the emperor. Kind of kept him as like a an ace in the hole in his back pocket. He. <laughs> He made him a Grand Admiral, which was, uh, I mean, in a xenophobic empire, there were, like, no aliens other than ground troops. But he kind of, he sent Thrawn off, even though he gave him that rank, he sent him off into the into the, the outskirts of the galaxy to kind of do his thing. Okay. And then that's why he survived the war, more or less. So, now that we've got a basis for this character, what makes you so excited for the book tomorrow? Well, they're bringing this character back, which again, like fan favorite, huge impact um, on on the old canon, and it's the original author, which I'm super excited about yep. because a lot of the 
authors so far. There's been a couple of them that have come back from from the old old stuff, but they were never really like the top tier guys. This guy only wrote like a handful of Star Wars books. He writes a lot of this stuff, but he's only written a handful of Star Wars books. So for him to come back is, I think, a big deal. Whereas some of the other guys kind of like it's almost like you know you're doing it for the paycheck. Yep. But. You know, so clearly there's another story to be told in some way. Yeah, I mean, they're reestablishing his origin, um, and it sounds, for the most part, that he's going to be similar, but it's going to be interesting to see where he ties in, and it also opens up uh, the possibility for him to be in like other media. Yeah. Like, depending on how this book and Rebels go, we could see him in a movie, mm-hmm. maybe. So I was just going to ask, do you think this will you know, um, change or... Um portray any movies in the future like do you think um this will set a, a, a guideline for future movies from disney i would be really surprised if it did because i think disney disney knows how to make money and You're not wrong <laughs> and they have theme parks my friend yeah theme they parks. have so far shown that they like to stick at least with star wars they like to stick with what's familiar like if you look at episode seven, one of the biggest complaints about that movie is it's essentially a rehash of episode four. Yeah. Where you have the ragtag group, you know, going to blow up the giant spherical space station that blows up planets. Like it's the same. Different people, somewhat. Different but people, but the, same, there's a lot, scenario. a lot of scenarios and a lot of similarities that uh, didn't. There was no reason to build a bigger Death Star. To an, like that's essentially what Star Killer Base was. Well, besides bigger's better, I mean... Yeah, bigger's better, Texas right? rules yeah, over it's here. bigger target. <laughs> um, so, and then, like, the, the anthology films that have come out, like, I, uh, Rogue One, I guess, was a little bit of a risk, a little bit of a departure, but it was still kind of... Uh, everyone knew everything about it. Yeah, everyone knew what the end was, how the plot was going to resolve. Like, these guys were going to get the plans and they were going to succeed. We didn't know how or how anyone was going to get out of it or if they were... Um, but, like, the other anthology films, like, Han Sol- Young Han Solo is the next one coming out, um, which is obviously, like, that's going to sell, like, hotcakes. Like, that's not a risk. Like, I mean, uh, who doesn't love Han Solo? It, exactly. Like, yeah. he's, like, the most beloved, probably, of the three, I think he's probably the most loved character. I don't know. Who's your favorite of the original trilogy, like, heroes? Ooh. I liked Luke just because I wanted to be a Jedi. You kind of got that look, so. Thank you. Blonde hair, you know. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, uh, that makes sense, because, honestly, Disney knows sure bets, and then they put the money down and just get their monies back tenfold. Um, But, so how, this new canon. Yes. Where, since this is the topic, how, where, let's, let me ask you a couple questions. Okay. How's your standing on the new canon so far? Count it, so seven up. Like from whatever you've covered, and hum, what Sorry, do you want let me, back? Let me re-ask that question. Okay, seven up as in like like from seven onward. Like no, no, like, seven like up clearly as in since Disney as in the, the game <laughs> yeah. you used to play. Since Disney school. has taken over, yes. <laughs> how do you feel about? Right. Okay, I see. And then what do you want Forget from what's the old stuff called Legacy? Uh, Legends. Legends. I, I usually just call it the old okay. universe. But what do you want back, and what do you like now? Hmm. Okay. And maybe why? Maybe why? Um, the so far it's been pretty good for the most part. 
the big trilogy that's been coming out has been the Aftermath trilogy. Um, the first one of in that... In the books. In the books, yeah. Sorry, I mostly only read the books. There's, like, already dozens and dozens of comics. I can't keep up with that, nor do I have the money to keep up with that. <laughs> so, um, I've got a couple of the, like, anthologies, but for the most part, it's just the novels. Um, they've all been pretty okay. I would say they're, for the most part, they've been positive, the ones I've read. I definitely listen to a podcast that reviews them all. So if there's one that I'm like, I don't really know about this, maybe I'll listen to the podcast and see what they thought of it. And if they say... What's the podcast? It is the Star Wars New Canon Book Club. And it's fantastic if you care about this and... Is that one word or multiple? Star Wars <laughs> new. I know, I know. I'm just wondering if I go to search book for that. club. <laughs> It'll this pop is up. why you go to college. <laughs> <laughs> so you can be a learned boy. I am going to college. Get me my education. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I use them. They're great for, and they're funny. So they're good for kind of getting a rundown on anything that I'm going to miss, like that awful like tween romance. I did not read that one. And I wasn't about to. It's okay if you did. Colby did for you, so. I got a rundown from him. I might borrow it someday, to be honest. (laughs) Um, Someday as in tomorrow. So I I, I get the synopsis. And overall, it seems like uh, the reception's been pretty good for the majority of them. Uh, There's definitely been some rough spots. Like, Aftermath 1 was the first, like, big one that came out where they were like, this is it. Like, this is going to reestablish the canon and everything's going to start moving. This is laying the groundwork for the new for basically between episode 6 and episode 7. And the first one kind of fell flat. Like, it was... It just wasn't exactly well written. A lot of the stuff didn't seem particularly well thought out, like in terms of plot lines and subplots and that kind of thing. Um, but it was... It had to... It dropped before episode 7. So... Once the second book came out and that one was a lot better people kind of figure like this author chuck Wendig's the author for these three uh people kind of figured that he got rushed and had to meet a deadline that Most was likely. unrealistic mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you know because they you know you obviously okay you got that promotional that pr out there the movie's coming we gotta sell this book too so it kind of all as they do which one as do you want do. first because the one first is gonna you know right. supposedly sell more depending on your audience and that was the thing is like there hadn't been a star wars movie in 10 years so that was going to be obviously a lot like larger 10, yeah. than the book yeah yeah so and they knew that the fans were you know frothing at the mouth like for, for any for any anything new yeah exactly so and they also like were like oh that, like there are some hints to what was going to happen in episode 7 in this uh, first book. So, that, yeah. There was definitely a lot of tie-in. There was a lot of crossover. And uh, Chuck Wendig really couldn't do much, I don't think, because he didn't know it was going to happen in episode 7. So he really couldn't like tie it in too much and or what have you. But the final book of the trilogy, I'm reading that now. I just got it last week. And that is all about the Battle of Jakku. Mm-hmm. Which we see the the wreckage of in episode seven. Tatooine two, Tatooine two. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tatooine two, electric boogaloo. <laughs> okay. So so with so, with sorry with the canon, um, like how how do they you know how do how do you start the platform for that? Is it just one book and then you build off of that, or do they release you know a comic, a book, and uh, a TV show and 
a whole spree of things before so set a good baseline for everything they definitely did familiar things again so one of the early books was uh the ahsoka book based on um the character from the clone wars tv show Mm -hmm. so that was like that's one of those young adult ones um it's still supposed to be pretty good but they you know they definitely relied on things that had already been established to kind of tie into and build off of that more yeah so i mean that that would make sense because then they don't have to do as much work technically but they can also manipulate it to then go their direction yeah and that's yeah that's a big part of what it is it's it's a little tough right now because they can't go too far ahead like uh the aftermath books take place like within i think within five years of return of the jedi oh Um, so it's not far in the future no 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 um and then there's one other book, Bloodline, which is about Princess Leia, that takes place, I think, ten years before. Okay. Before right. Episode Seven, um, and that one really suffered from that. That was kind of a bummer because they, it was so close in time, and but like they had to like write out characters because they were like, well, we don't know what Luke's doing, and we don't know what uh, what Ben's doing. Yeah, you know Ben yeah. Solo because he he hasn't be- <laughs> become uh, he hasn't become Kylo Ren yet. Yeah, but we can't talk about that because we don't know what he's doing exactly. or what the backstory yeah. is that's going to be established in Episode Eight. So th- that book, Bloodline, really suffered from uh, from not being able to to know what was going on in the movies mm-hmm. and from coming out too close to that. So, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. So, what old stuff are you excited about? I would love to see more KOTOR stuff. Knights of the Little Republic, which was a video game that came out early 2000s, was like? That was a pretty, yeah. good, pretty yeah. good video game, if I remember right. Oh, it was, yeah. It was old Bioware, so, like... Not but like, it's a strange request since it's thousands of years before the movie. Well, that's the thing, is, like, some of the stuff that has been brought back, like, Thrawn... Not, actually, not really Thrawn to this, that extent, but, like, all, some of the ships, some characters... That like we're not critical to, um, to a movie, they've brought back into canon in either in TV shows or in new books, uh, just because they were fan favorites and because bringing them back doesn't do anything to detract from anything else. It actually you know it it helps. Because um, then you have more avenues to go down. Because you can be like, oh, this guy's back, and you know, like this is where he's going yeah. now. So or and even uh, with the Knights of the Old Republic stuff, it because it's set. 10,000 years before A New Hope. Nothing that oh, happens in that... Yeah, 5,000. I don't yeah. know how many thousand. Well, thousands. Good, good, good amount. Thousands good of years. Amount. Nothing that happens back then affects anything that happens in the movies. So why... Free reign. Yeah, just, mean, just bring it back. I mean, utilize that. I know you don't know this, but they have in a, in, in a, a dose. You think I don't know it? I mean... <laughs> I don't think you would have brought it up (laughs) if you didn't know that they had at least some sliver for... Because I know in Rebels that they mention Revan, I think. They go to a temple of Revan. Revan Okay, so Revan's back. So, which is like, for those that know, like, one of the characters that is important to that's the Knights of the Old Republic series. And I know that it's, I think it's a throwaway line or something, but it's, it's still that, like, egg that you want. Oh yeah, that's there for like people like yeah. me. I just haven't watched that show <laughs> enough yet. 
he's he's waiting but for the hatch. Speak, <laughs> but like those Easter eggs too. Like this, obviously they've changed the canon on this one because it, the timelines don't work out. But um, if you remember in Rogue One, in the battle scene at the end, there's a scene where that uh, there's a, a rebel ship that pushes a star destroyer into another star destroyer, mm-hmm. right? And that ship design has got like this kind of like axe head on it. That ship design is from Knights of the Republic, the video game. Ooh. So it's actually a ship that in the old universe, in the old expanded universe, would have been built thousands of years ago, but they just took the design and, and put it back into Rogue One as like a uh, like a nod to, to fans that people would pick up, that but, fans would pick up. But I mean, also, it's technically all within the same realm. I mean, all the same, I guess, yeah, in, in a sense, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of like with cars, you know, like Cadillac invented something, you know, a long time ago, and they still utilize that in their current cars, but they updated a crap ton. Do we have any cars that are a thousand years old? No, which is okay. why I did not say a thousand years the old. The wheel. I said old. The wheel. But I'm saying this exact ship <laughs> yes. is, is yes. It's like so the it, same if, ship. If they use so. the exact ship, yes, that's a nod. But if they use the Thanks. same design <laughs> with <laughs> with some switches to it, you know, like update. Yeah, and everything like that. Then that's you know you know right. I get what you're yeah. saying, and and they could do nods like that. But this, I mean, this specific thing is literally lifted. Like it's the same exact model, like taken out, and then it's actually in uh, Rebels as well. Mm-hmm. True. So would you say the future's bright for the rest of Star Wars canon coming up? Like, are you excited? I for think it? so. I mean, it's definitely not going anywhere like poorly <laughs> or like downhill. No, no. no oh, sorry. I meant like the franchise as a whole, like All from right, a business well, perspective. That's like, good. Star Wars isn't going anywhere. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited for, for where it's going to go. I hope Thrawn's good. I have high hopes, so which is actually probably a bad thing, because that means if it's not so good, I'll be really disappointed. <laughs> um, so you're saying Disney hasn't fucked up yet? I mean, there have been some missteps. I mean, I think... N- nothing to... Um... From like a big nerd perspective, like a big Star Wars nerd perspective, a lot of Episode Seven, I think, were was missteps. Like, there were a lot of things that could have been done differently to to make it, I mean, I don't know. I think it was kind of J.J. Abramsified mm. in the way, like, the other Star, like, the Star Trek movies he did were. Yeah. So. Well, seems like the future's bright. I hope so. Just like my future. Bright future. Segway into my topic. Oh, <laughs> uh, This is going to get old. Um, what, if this is, what if this is the bit? <laughs> I don't know if this is what I want stapled to my name. Oh. So. I think it's what you got. <laughs> my topic is long-term goals. Like, in the terms of, like, a five-year plan or just things you want to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I've kind of been stuck in this rut recently where, like, that's all I've been focusing on is, like, what the hell I'm doing. And it's very much in line with, like, the situation that I've been put in after college and just even just life choices of, like, what the hell am I doing? And so over the past couple weeks, I've just been thinking, like, what's next? Like, the question, where do you see yourself in five years, keeps constantly reaching yeah. in your mind. Um, and never in, like, a malicious way or a my life's going to suck in five years way, but just... I kind of want to lock some stuff down or I'm optim Like, I have, like, goals that I really want to accomplish mm-hmm. at some point in my life. Which everyone does, yes. Yeah. Um, and, like, I made a list of just random ones. Okay. So I broke them down into three sections. 
Okay. Which okay. is, f- like, long-term goals of, like, for, like, in a fun aspect, um, long-term goals in my workspace, and long-term goals for, like, my personal lifestyle. Can we tell you how many of them are unachievable? Uh, no, because they're all achievable. Ryan will anyway, so... <laughs> so, <laughs> like, a brief... Like, I'll just give you guys the rundown, and then, you know, if you guys want to talk about those specifically, or you have your own that you really are, want to strive for, yeah. we'll just toss those in. Um, so, like, for fun... In the fun broadcast, for my long-term goals, the, like, big things I've been thinking about what I really want to do down the line is... For this series, or just, I really want to build this thing nerd node. Like, that's a big project of mine, and I think that's really where my passions are, is to be a content creator of some sort. And so one of the goals I really want to hit is, like, a thousand subscribers. Like, just seems like a not an unfeasible goal. Um, another goal I have is, I want to travel more. Which pertains to, like, the big ones I really want to do are Europe, Japan... And the United States. Japan would be awesome. Yeah. Like, it'd be fantastic. One of, another one, I want to host a music festival. Hmm. Interesting. That is interesting. It's been always a long-term goal of mine. (laughs) Lifetime dream is to host a music festival. You you do have that DJ Littman uh, broadcast. Not anymore. That thing's (laughs) long dead. And then, like... (laughs) I'm going to Google that. And then, um... You're not part of that? The last thing I have is, um... I just want to, like take dancing lessons like i think it would be fun to like do Ooh. like ballroom be, dancing yeah. ballroom or like something would be cool. awesome i can teach you but i get a little handsy <sighs> <laughs> your hands are too small to handle me hey, they're bigger than trump's <laughs> so but so after that like to do like a faster breakdown like for work like I like my job. It's totally sufficient, and it pays the bills for the time, but it's clearly not a passion of mine. Mm. So I really want to pivot myself into an occupation that I'm more comfortable in and, like, you know, get paid to have fun in the sense of enjoying my actual job. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, I really want to gain new skills, which is why, like, the origin of this podcast even came up was just, like, I want to learn how to edit, and I want to be more comfortable hearing my voice and being on camera and just gaining skills for my personal future. And ultimately, I'd like to have, like, a personal studio. Like, currently... You get your room here, that's it. Where, yeah. We're just gathered together, and you know what? It's great, but I would like to have something tangible to be like, this is where I do my stuff. Hmm. Um, And then, lifestyle goals are, you know... And this... I want to get married. I'm the biggest sap that I know out of our whole group of friends. You love love. I do love love. (laughs) I I want to learn to bartend... I want to live in a place of my own, because currently in the situation I'm in, it's not feasible, going back to the college story. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, just like typical crap, like, you know, more comfortable in my own skin, and like, just be, live a healthier lifestyle. Like, right now I go to the gym, not nearly as much as I want to, and there's just different, like, personal tweaks that I want to add down the line. Hmm. I have not listened to the first podcast because I'm terrified of the sound of my own voice. So, I don't want to listen to it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I was actually really nervous about it at first. And I don't know what happened, but like for some reason this one worked where I was able to listen to it and be like, huh, okay, cool. Yeah. So I'd recommend it because at some point you're just going to have to get used to it. Or I could just run from my fears. Sure. You could, <laughs> but they'll, they'll, they'll find you. They'll find you. They know where you are. When will my voice find me? 
now voicemails. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I I think those are great goals. And I think, like, getting back to you want a healthier lifestyle and you, some of those last personal ones that you said. I think you said that. <laughs> I wasn't really I think, listening. I might be making this up. No, but I think that those will be obtained once you obtain the other things. Because I yeah. think, like, you still living, like, in your room right now and not having that studio space and not... Like, you're just launching this, which is good. Yeah. Like, I think as you make the progress, that, like, mental health and wellness... Yeah, it's got to start somewhere. It. Exactly. It's a domino effect. I yeah, and I guess sense. that's kind of where I'm at now. Is like, it was just very much uh, a shit or get off the pot moment of... It's <laughs> interesting. Way to I can it. really just... <laughs> phrasing. I can really just, you know, wake up, go to work. They're going to say go take a shit. Go home, and then... Yes. Rinse and repeat, or I can actually try and diversify. Well, yeah, you want to break the cycle. Yeah, yeah. Try wiping and repeating. Man, right. How many more? Let's see how many more you can get out of this. Right? <laughs> how many more shit jokes? Yeah, you can let's do? see. You're on a roll. But I, like, I guess. <sighs> no, that was bad. Wiping toilet paper roll. Oh, actually, that was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I don't know. Ultimately, like, like I want to live. In a new place, too, maybe? Like, I don't know. I just want new experiences. I like mm -hmm. them. Um, I like to, I don't know, feel like I'm more in control than I am. Well, it also, it sounds like you want a job where traveling is a definite? Uh, yeah, well, but not necessarily in the sense of every weekend I'm traveling. But, like, oh, in no. the sense of, like, you know, like, if I had to travel for a job three or four times a year... Mm -hmm. Like, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Like, especially because I'm, like, I like conventions. Like, they're overwhelming and they're stressful, but if I was able to go and I'd say I had a panel there, or I had to cover some footage of a new panel, thing. you are, you are <laughs> the mogul over here. Yeah, I want to do it all. He, he wants to go, he wants to go right now. I thought you were going to go with, like, a press pass or something. No, you you're know, hosting no, a panel. No. You're goddamn right. He's stepping it up. Maybe for the music stars. festivals in four different places. There you go. Fight me. No. But, like, I don't know, that's just very much where I stand, where, like, yeah, I need, I'm okay with doing day-to-day -day as long as it's, like, there's something, a new challenge Some to progression. tackle. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I don't know, I was just, like, with my goals in mind, I was just curious what everyone else's were. It's definitely good to have goals, because I, for the last year, haven't really had any, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had, like, very, uh, not concrete, what's the opposite of that? Abstract. Abstract, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Miss Master's degree. Educational over there. person. Yeah. <laughs> you educated person. Uh, yeah, I just had like abstract goals like, you know, learning my job more and like picking up things at work and and uh, moving out was a big one that mm -hmm. I was able to do over mm -hmm. the last year. So moving out of my parents' house. I mean that's that's still some goals. I mean like you Yeah, but it hasn't been I guess I haven't like made set a list any of new ones. You didn't label yeah. it as yeah. a goal, but yeah. I mean it's something you strived for. I guess that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And like I, I've definitely been thinking about it a lot more. Like, what I want to do in the next couple of years, and I know one of the big ones is once work gets to a good spot, like where things calm down, I definitely want to look at like where I am and and what's available, and like see if it makes sense to move to something else. Because I am, some parts of my company do bother me. And I would like to, I would like to work in the city too. Like you wanted to go to school in the city, I want to work in the city. Yeah. Like, and, and I still want to work in the city. Yeah, and mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, 
Well, you know, G, farms, so. GE is moving to Boston. They're headquarters, so you could They're possibly... moving a little sooner than I'm ready for, though. I know. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I've been I've been thinking about that a lot more and just, like, like we got the Spartan race coming up, and I'm yep. trying to train for that and work on, you know, horrible genetic knee problems. And, <laughs> not that I actually... Do. I, that makes me sound like a cripple. I'm really not. <laughs> yeah, that's my job. I, I just have knee pain when I run, so yeah, you know, trying to actually be able to run again would be nice. Well, run for more than a mile without my knee hurting me. Yeah, you like, know, I'm, I'm there with you. I mean, that 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 would be a, a, be nice a wonderful goal. thing to do. And in which case, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm okay with uh, studying to become a mechanical engineer is because in my mind, if I, you know, you know, my ankles, you know, pretty fucked up, and so is my knee. But I will have the knowledge to create an exoskeleton in a sense. I knew to, you were gonna go this way. I know it's. Is it gonna be like Iron Man flying around? In a sense, <laughs> but not flying around. But just just walking easier. Walking man. Yes. Walking <laughs> man. Speed walking man. Able to go upstairs in fifteen seconds <laughs> without having to take a breather. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, that's a, a future goal. Um, I have an idea for a device that, you know, would help people with bad knees or ankles or such like that where, you know, it's it's a training device, not necessarily, you know, a permanent fix. And, you know, it's something I'd like to, you know, follow through with eventually, and that's a goal of mine. Um, but, yeah, I mean, with, with current goals at the moment, uh, finishing school is a huge one, and I'm trying to determine how to do that. But I also got to figure out how, how... I have a pro tip for you. Okay. Go to class. Really? Yeah. <laughs> See, I never thought about that. I thought if I just, like, See, did I... other stuff, I'd be okay. <laughs> no, not actually how that works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's very true. But yes, finishing school, um, paying off my loans, getting a, a good job, and, you know, figuring that all out, and, you know, just kind of... Flip those around. What do you mean? Get the job, then pay off the loans. Well, yes, yes. I mean, I, I, I figured out how to pay off the loans, and that was by getting the job. So I ah. got the job, which is why, you know, I'm they're that progression there. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, like, those those are my immediate ones, because I feel those are the important ones. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. a good relationship, moving out, and stuff like that. That will be something that will be later on, because at the moment... I, I got to focus on myself because there's so much baggage I have at the moment that mm-hmm. it, it, it just would create trouble if I tried to transfer it. So, yeah. Ryan, is this an abstract goal that you've created for yourself that I just wasn't aware of was to be the snarky bitch of the group? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> well, you succeeded, my friend. I think I saw, I saw some friends from, uh, from, from back in college last weekend and, uh, they weren't snarky. No, different group. You, oh. weren't, you weren't there. He's the snarky one. We just covered this. <laughs> um, but <laughs> no, like we worked retail together at, at the campus store at UMass. Oh, and, that can and, make you snarky. And retail. That was that was how we survived. And like being back around them, like, <laughs> you no, survived by being like snarky and jaded. All right. Like, okay. He put up a wall. Just because they work in retail, a, that kills you, man. But, uh, Wait, no. it was at MCC, right? No. Oh. UMass. He, I don't know why okay. I thought you used to work at anyway. MCC. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but when I was around those people, like, immediately, like, like in a second, I was, we were both, like, all back to, like, shitting on each other. <laughs> so. 
I think some of that's residual still. Yeah, no, like it hasn't quite. I haven't flushed it out of my system yet, but also I hate Leah, so it's not I mean, true. So. Well, but what about you, Leah? Like, so okay. Do you want me to tone term. down the snark? No, please. Okay. No, no, I like no it. that that is you. You do you. <laughs> no, I mean I just today started a new job. So did you actually start today? Congratulations. Congrats. Sort of. I signed some papers. <laughs> hey, that's the I first mean, step. I set up an email account. Um, <laughs> you miss big deal here. No, but, as long as they paid you for it. I wish so, I had one of those. <laughs> so they, I, I think that's probably not long term, but short term would be, mm-hmm. you know, getting into the job. Show up the next day. Show up the next day. <laughs> show up on time. Um, no, just networking with the people, getting to know them, um, learning the position, and just making it my own, because I like to kind of leave my mark with my jobs. So, I guess that's my short-term goal. Long-term is a little fuzzy at the moment. Um, Like I had mentioned earlier, my job market in my field is very small, so if I can land, you know, maybe a director role in a college, in a community service center, or being a director of operations at a nonprofit, preferably one that serves youth, mm-hmm. that would be... Or dogs. Or dogs. <laughs> hey, yes. Or dogs. Or a winery. <laughs> a nonprofit that would winery. Be ideal. A Riesling winery. <laughs> a nonprofit Riesling winery. <laughs> that serves youth. <laughs> With dogs. That serves, that serves youth. youth. <laughs> it's part of the homework help. <laughs> <laughs> This is Leah's dream job right now. <laughs> well, it seems like, I mean, I would imagine you kind of just almost checked off one of those long-term, like, not like, a, not that long-term goal of, like, you know, mm-hmm. providing alcohol to minors. But, <laughs> but you did, uh, it's homework. Work. It's homework. <laughs> you did get a new job, so. I did. Like, it yes. kind of makes sense that you're probably a little fuzzy right now. Cause yes. Because, I mean, that was a long-term goal for you. Yeah. For the it really, time. it was. It's been a year yeah. in the making. Yeah. So. And, and that's another thing, like, you know, you got your job, you moved out of your house and everything like that, and you just got your job, and now you guys are both, you know, kind of in a bit of a lull. You're in the beginning of it, you're mm-hmm. at the end. And like middle end, yeah, yeah. I mean, about we're past yeah. the halfway point. Yes, but I mean, is is there a proper time period after you reach a milestone when you should, you know, enjoy it, relax, and then set another one, or is it so. is it kind of dependent on the person and how they feel and what their other goals are? It's on the person. Yeah, I it's think. definitely yeah. on the person. It's definitely on the, like for me personally, like I think around like the year mark, like for at least for career wise, like what I've done so far. Which probably is not a great example because I haven't left this company yet. But um, around the year mark, like that's when I start like looking at like I try to look on like a yearly basis, like where am I here? What's changed since a year ago? What does the next year look like mm-hmm. at this place? Does it make sense to stay? Like that's why like after a year in like I started at this company in sales, which is not engineering. But I mean, it's the knowledge is there, but yeah, you you're, need it. you're not utilized the, to your yeah, full The sales position needs a technical. This one anyway needs a technical base, but it's not like you know, like engineering, like you study for for sure. Yes. Um, so like at at the year mark, I was like, why am I still here? Like, do I like it here? Like, what's gonna happen in the next year that's gonna keep me to stick around? Mm-hmm. And because that there was a lot of talk of of expansion and of of 
adding on manufacturing, more manufacturing to our company. That's why I stuck around. And because I stuck around, I got an actual engineering job. There you go. And part of that was, I mean, that's, you know, the, the sales group in our company is kind of the farm, which is a bad way to put it, but it's the farm yeah. for, for new talent. Like, they take the college grads, they put them in the sales, so you learn everything, you learn the company, you see if you're a good fit for the company. And if you're still around, when a new position opens up, hopefully they can pull someone out of sales to fill that role, and it's not a, like a completely new person with the company. So now that's I think that's why I've been looking at my at my goals a lot more right now is because this I did just pass another year mark, so it's kind of been mm-hmm. like ah oh, let's see where we're at, and I'm kind of stuck for a little while longer because because <laughs> it doesn't make sense to leave right now. So now now is that more of a like a New Year's resolution? You're thinking about like what do I want to change in my life, or uh... is that more of you know, I just had my one year anniversary with work, and you know, like, I think it's is this the, a good fit for me? I think it's the one year anniversary that, or the year anniversary that triggers it for me. It's okay. not like a, it's not a New Year's thing. Because right. so. I know, like, a lot of people, their New Year's resolution is, you know, either get healthy, get a new job, right. something like right. that, and that's their big trigger point because that's like a globalized thing in you know America. Everybody it's, does it. Yeah, yeah. precisely. Mm. But I mean, I'll, I didn't know if that would you know be a factor in. You not know, a bad. I mean, it's not a bad idea to, to do that to remind yourself to just yes. look at you know look at yourself and say what do I want or even like I mean I've definitely set like calendar reminders in my phone for like six months from now to like do something like so when it pops up and it's like oh hey you have to do this thing I'll be like oh yeah I remember I have to, mostly, a, mostly I do that for car insurance but. that's not a bad idea but I mean <laughs> <laughs> well like I mean I guess in my head like well, the one thing I think why I'm trying to, like, actually create long-term goals for myself is because a lot of the things I do, I will operate much better on a short-term goal level. Like, I'm very much better at the, what am I doing two days from now? And, like, mm-hmm. what am I, like, and, like, it can be from a social standing or a project at work standing. Mm-hmm. It's just easier for me to just be, like, I see Friday, check yeah. that off for, you know, creating a new the LinkedIn thing for work or oh I haven't seen X person in forever mm-hmm. book them for Wednesday night and like I'm personally a person who likes to be kept busy so it works but then when it comes to I don't know travel or something <laughs> along those lines you or like really... learn to bartend that's not a that's gonna happen in three days right, right. and that's where I guess I always get slumped is I'm just so focused on the now slash next that I'm never on the later. Yeah. And I mean, that's one thing, like when I mentioned to you last night, when I came over, you know, you should get a bulletin board and put this stuff up there and, you know, like put it right next to your door or something. And that way you can keep track of all of your projects, such as, you know, YouTube channels, podcasts, everything like that, but also have a list of your goals. And, you know, with the bartending, all you got to do is sign up for a class, like, yeah. find yeah. one and do it. And if that day you're like, Hey, I want to do bartending. Find a class online, sign up for it, put it in your calendar, and then, you know, you'll forget about it. Yep. And then, you know, say three weeks later when the class is, you'll realize, oh, I'm taking this class. That'd be great. You know, yep. It's kind of like a mini surprise for you, and it, it crosses a goal off your list. Especially if you have short-term memory loss. That's a big surprise. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> I do not. <laughs> well, and especially where it's starting to... We're slowly getting into summer. Like, that could be a good, like, summer project yeah. Yeah. for you. Yeah. Yep. 
And I'm sure they have a ton of classes in the summer. Yeah, which once again, like, that, ironically enough, is one of the short-term goals out of my long-term goals. <laughs> like, but, but that's the thing. It's, it's so feasible. Like, all, yeah. all you got to do is just that literal yeah. thing is sign up for it and just wait for that date. I know, but I can't host a music festival tomorrow. Well, no. That's where well, the work counts. We play that after the bartending school. That way you can be a boss you, at the thing. You can't have a music festival tomorrow, but you know what you could do tomorrow? You could troll around on Facebook finding some local bands. Yeah, but I want bleachers, Matt and Kim. Yeah, you're not getting them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you got money in your pocket? Every journey starts with a first step. Words to live by. Thank you, Santa. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think it's just very much at the point where, like, I'm seeing a lot of people who obviously lived very different situations than I have, and they're, like, doing things that I'm, like, jealous of. I guess, or just admire. And I'm just at the point now where I'm like, you know what? Like, it's at the point where I need to make a mark of some sort. Where, mm-hmm. like, I'm obviously not in the most ideal situation, but it doesn't mean I'm locked out of anything. Mm-hmm. True. And it's just like now, it, like, as I said earlier, it's just time to do it now, and why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've used, like, the short-term goals aspect of my life to kind of start it because... I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to start this whole podcast. And I thought of that on a Friday. And to make myself actually force myself to do it, I scheduled it for Monday. Because if I was like, oh, I need a great idea and I need everyone else to have, like, this refined thought process and we all have to be on the same page, so maybe we'll do it in three weeks, then that whole thing just crumbles and then three weeks comes by I'm like, oh, well, that was a dumb idea. <laughs> and now I've already done the dumb idea. Yeah. And I'm coming back again. So yep. So it wasn't that dumb in the first place. Oh, no, it was, it was still dumb. It was just, I'm consistently dumb. Short-term memory loss. <laughs> you forgot about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I, I can relate to that. Like, when I see people who are in, you know, successful careers and they're, like, finally getting into their niche and making money and, you know, moved out and everything... Own a dog, like <laughs> drinking glass that of matter. Things every that day. matter, exactly. That's. I mean, I get jealous too. Where I'm like, oh my god, like, why did I make these decisions that put me here when I could be them? Yeah. But you have to remind yourself, like, we're all on a different timeline. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's no like due date for your long term goal. Maybe there is. I don't know. I mean, I guess ultimately, like, you know. I'm Eventually, turning. you will die. So, all right, thanks, Ryan. But but, but you're gonna die at your own pace, at your, <laughs> at, at your own schedule. I mean, like you, it's it's not a race. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> all right, you know what? I'm gonna take reins over this because that was just Jesus. Sorry. I guess my thing is, you know, my birthday's at the end of the month, and sure, my in five years I'll be 31. Do but I have to plan something for you? Yes. Yes, it's on a Saturday. Um, Otherwise, you're replaceable. Either way, <laughs> moving on from that, it's just, there are things I want to, like, I want to happen by 30. Like, there are, like, hardcore definites. Like, mm-hmm. I sure shit want to be in my own place. And, like, mm-hmm. preferably, yeah. I'd like to own a place. <laughs> like, I think that that's a goal. And, like, I just want to be, I don't know, content with what I have and I want to be able to be like look at my occupation and like 
look back on prior ones, like working at a grocery store or where I'm at now and being like, you know what, like those were formative, but I'm at least now like I'm in what I love mm. or I think close to. It's it's good to to have that want because well, you said you wanted to be content. Well, if you're content, you're just going to sit there. Yeah. Like if you still want something, like you're going to be driven mm-hmm. to go find it yeah. or to go get it. So <clears throat> I definitely, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I really want to be at the point where I'm content. Like, I always want to be wanting, like, obviously well, I don't want to be hating my, you know, the, the situation I'm in, but I definitely want to be wanting to better myself and better my own situation. Yeah, and I don't think content was the right word as much as, like, I want to be, let's say, so ultimately I want to be a content creator, right? Yep. So I want to at least be, like, what is my career at the age of 30? And if it's at that juncture, then I want to be happy with that occupation, but then I want the hunger to be projects being like, mm-hmm. well, why not do like a documentary series or like find different things to then strive for that aren't mm-hmm. as general and like basic necessities as a happy career yeah. and a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. No, I mean, I want the hunger yeah. to be in like more admirable goals. Well, I think then. it's also having to do with feeling like you're more in control of your life. Yeah. You know, cause right now, like we're, in a boat where we don't have the money to own property mm-hmm. or, you know, move out right away. And we have these loans tying us down. So I think once you're in a better position, I don't, not content, but you feel like you're more yeah. neutral. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, you can make those choices. Something stable. Because yeah. you're stable. able to. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Stability. There you go. And that's, you know, the reason why I brought up the college thing is because I'm at the point in my life where I want something stable and I want to be in control and I want to be, con- I mean, as you guys say, not necessarily content, but on that border a little bit. Yeah. Secure. Yes. Yeah, secure, I think, is probably the word. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel, you know, my decision to go to college, well, not necessarily, I guess it was my decision to go to college and everything like that. Yeah, don't put this on someone else. I'm putting it on you, Ryan, all right? I didn't know you back then. <laughs> Snarky. <laughs> But, like, that's, that's going back to bite me in the ass. And I'm not able to be in control, content, and everything like that because of that. And that's why, you know, I'm, I'm having a little, you know, give and take with that whole situation. And it's, it's affecting my long-term, long-term short-term goals and everything mm. else like that. So yeah. it's, it's kind of something i got to live with, but I'm trying to work my way through it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and if you look at it from, like, spin it into a positive... You would graduate with a degree in engineering, right? Yes. Which is what a huge job. What a terrible job. field. Yeah. Huge like, job oh, market. Know, right? You would get paid, I'm assuming, well. I would um, hope so. And, <laughs> and you would be able to pay off your loans a lot faster because of this good paying job. In a sense, yeah. So, you know, once you have those loans off, paid off, then you can move out. And then if you really want to go into carpentry maybe you do it as a side job you know that's very true yeah i mean certainly the things you learn in engineering apply to carpentry yes i mean a carpenter will learn them a different way and will learn them applied specifically to woodworking Mm -hmm. whereas an engineer learns it more a little more broadly and then you can kind of dive into put two and two together and yeah that's very true. one carpenter comes from the ground floor up the engineer comes from the top down. The top down, yeah. Very true. No, um... Yeah, I don't know. I think, yes, just at the point now, it's just, yeah, finding that sense of security, but also finally kind of feeding the drive to actually go for it. Because there's so many opportunities that a person can, on a day-to-day basis, stop and just 
not move forward. And I know that I've been susceptible mm-hmm. to doing that more than I would have liked to. And this why this way, like, having friends that I, like, rely on me for, like, Mike says we're doing this podcast. Then that forces me to be like, well, okay, that's happening. Or having, you know, a person to go to the gym with on a week-to-week basis. So then if I don't go, it's not just on me anymore. Like, these are, like, I guess I put myself in positions that make me reliant. And I guess I really enjoy that aspect. So ultimately, I think it's just a sense of security that really matters and keeping the drive alive. Mm-hmm. Someone to go ballroom dancing with. Yeah. yeah, and someone to go ballroom Absolutely. dancing. And speaking of ballroom dancing, you recently—well, not—I mean, not recently—but you know, you, you have a girlfriend now. So hell yeah, I do. perfect lady to go ballroom dancing with. To you know, what a great date idea! It's a perfect a date, date idea. idea. Wow. Hey, we're talking about how we can't afford our loans. Oh, look at do this. Do you want to know about cheap date ideas? <laughs> Leah, what's your topic? <laughs> That was actually a good transition, and then it was totally butchered. Like, well, it wants to turn into an infomercial. I mean, <laughs> it was so planned out. Go. So okay, so obviously my topic is cheap date ideas. We're all dating right now. Thanks, Martha Stewart. <laughs> Wait, are you saying this from jail or from in person? Jail. Actually. Did you know that her, side note real quick, did you know that her and Snoop Dogg have a reality show? Yeah. It's like Wait, a, a really? yeah. reality show. Oh, they're, they're, they're biffles I, right I, now. I thought that just Snoop came on her show. No, like, no, 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 it's like no, an like, ongoing. Like, they're friends. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. I'm not surprised by um, that. Okay, so. He I'm protected gonna, her in person. I'm going to just, you know, read off a list. So, so what, can... well, what do you want out of this topic? Are we, like, are you sharing cheap days, or does everyone, like... Contribute well, to I'm well. gonna I'm gonna throw out some stuff that I brainstormed, and, and you want to say us to say yes or no, or, well, or just, just comment on it. You know, right. if it's something that you think is a good idea, because mm-hmm. this is from a female's perspective too. Okay, so we could probably use that to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> As engineers, just a little bit. <laughs> As men, <laughs> yes, yes. So the first thing I thought of, you ready? The first thing I thought of was an arcade date. <laughs> An arcade date. You go ski balling. Ski balling is twenty five cents a game. Not expensive at all. Unless you're bad, then it really adds up. Well, you weren't. You're an doesn't... engineer. You should be good at physics, though. I'm really bad at ski ball. <laughs> <laughs> but then you make a thing of it. Like maybe you go to the beach. You go to the arcade there, and then you do a beach walk after. And then maybe you get beach pizza, and maybe you're like me, and you want ice cream after. But it's still... And dogs. <laughs> and dogs. But it still adds up to be a lot less money than if you, like, did a dinner and a movie. And it's, like, it's nicer. It's you more fun. Well, it, it, it's more personal. Yeah. Well, that, that's kind of when you suggested the idea in the first place. Um, I really kind of thought about it, because I've done multiple just cheap dates. Yeah. And I think the, they have the best stories. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because it puts you in a position that it's not, oh yeah, because we spent our budget on an $80 meal, yeah. we just like, we talked and then we went home and it was delightful and the meal was fantastic, but it doesn't have the, oh, remember that time? Right, it doesn't have that like novelty quality yeah. to it. I yeah. actually, uh, a while back I came up with an idea, I, I think I was watching, yeah, I was watching Wally. great movie. Love that movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Wally's like got some great date ideas. Like, 
<laughs> no, it's true. It's wrong. It's, because, it's legit. Yeah, because, it is legit. It is. Never thought about that before. Like, though. if you look at, like, they go, uh, oh. they play Pong together, even though she's, I mean, Ava's, oh. like, <laughs> totally not, not knocked out. It, like, but. I mean, yeah. Uh, they go to the beach, they go on a gondola ride, and they have dinner, yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and she gives her a flower. And he gives her a flower. So, Single flower, cheap. Well, yes. Yeah. Just <laughs> but, pick it from someone's front lawn. And it's right. still, it's still <laughs> it, you know, in the soil, too. I mean. Yeah. But I was like, like pick it, just what, like, a great, like, day, like, a, if, like, a really, like, if you're going to just spend the day with someone, like, you could start off at the beach. You, there's always arcades at the beach. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. And go kayaking. That can be well, pricey. Can you kayak that's pricey. At the beach? You can if you own your own kayaks and/or find a place to rent the kayaks. Right. That, oh, that's okay. that's kind of the only that's a little expensive. Yeah. But, you know. but like some kind of boating thing, like that's easy. Like if you're in Boston, you just you know you can go out swan on, boat. on the swan boat. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. Or exact. you know, go to the Charles River. There's plenty of places to rent a kayak. And I mean, I think I spent twenty dollars for one kayak for two people. Wow. And yeah, it's not bad. So. I I spent two hours going up and down the river, and it was. Do you pay by the sounds. hour? Yes. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so like uh, uh, the, that was just like something I was like, oh wow, like this movie you could very easily turn into a date, like a day of uh, like a long date. So that kind of I haven't taken it anywhere. But at the time I was like, oh, like what other like movies could you like if a girl's like really into like Mulan? Well, like hold up, all right. Hold I want that to legitimately be a topic for another time because what movie dates like movies turn into dates like yeah oh okay because I think that that one that one can go really far yeah and I like if we stay on that train it's gonna be well the one thing I do want to talk about about your Wally date and I'm upset that it's on air is because I was totally gonna steal it because I really liked it (laughs) I told you about it you did tell me about it you didn't even have to say that you could have still done it because I'm going to force her, my girlfriend to listen to just, this. Just, just, <laughs> just, just do... All right, you have to do the date this weekend. And You're then, right. All right. It's happening. Done. Yeah. Where I love you. Where do you do a gondola <laughs> ride? Where do they have gondola rides? No, I why, why not? Okay. Yeah, or just... I don't know. I'll no, find a way. Water, it's a, like a We're going to go to Maryland. <laughs> Are you going to wear those have ads? Have you seen one? Yeah. At the gondoliers wear? That's, yeah. I will wear one. gondola boat. All right. Well, what other dates you got? There's that. I'll give you, like, the... All right, obviously, coming from from who I am, you can volunteer together. Which wow. That, that, that's one of those you got to plan out, though. you got to make sure you both have a free weekend. Yeah, but, free. For, but that's not... Yeah, but that's it's not, not a, the, it's not a cheap anyway. non-plan date. All right, all right. I see what you're saying. Yes. Sorry, I'm getting off topic. It's not spur-of-the-moment date. <laughs> <laughs> no, and just a little plug-in. So there's... And you guys have heard of it from me talking about it. There's this place, Camp Sunshine which is up in Maine, right on Sebago Lake, on the water. It's $5 for you to volunteer there for the weekend. You get the deposit back non-profit. when you're done. Okay. <laughs> it's a non-profit. Oh, I should explain that. It's a non-profit <laughs> that serves terminally ill children, so it gives them a free vacation for the weekend with their family and siblings so they can kind of just relax and get away from the chaos. Um, and it's obviously run on volunteers. So if you volunteer for the weekend or the week, depending on the session, then, like I said, you pay the $5, you get it back at the end unless you lose your key. Um, you, you do have to actually volunteer all day, but you're free at night, so you can go around that area. Um, you get your own room together, and it's really nice, too. It's, like, hotel style. Mm-hmm. You can cool. go out. If you go in the summer, you can go out kayaking by the lake. It's actually really 
it's awesome. Cool. And I, love I didn't it. even know about yeah, this. Like, this, yeah. this actually sounds like a, a, a nice weekend. I mean, it's awesome. I'd be down for that. I went like by myself once for the whole week. I played soccer with a bunch of youths. It was <laughs> Oh, youths. Oh, youths. Did, did you get mine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Out of your flask. <laughs> and you don't have to worry about food because they feed you very well there. This is also. getting better and better. Right? Like, I pay five bucks and I get the five bucks back and I get free food. And it's really cute. I didn't get to go, I've never gone to go during winter session, which I want to do, but they do like horse drawn like sleigh rides. They do like hot chocolate by the fire. Wow. It's just the cutest thing. So, that's actually, um, that's a cool idea. Sign yeah. me up. All right. You have to sign yourself up. We can but. go together. <laughs> there you go. There's your date. Anyway. Right. Um, you let's be my see. date. <laughs> oh, one thing I did think of is you, the two of you, can do a do-it-yourself paint night. Yep. So you find a picture online, obviously print it out, and then you just, at your house, you can... Try to do it yourself. Sip some Riesling, maybe some beer. <laughs> I'm noticing a theme here. <laughs> so that's that was another one I thought of. Do do do. Oh, I did think of looking up free or cheap music festivals. Yep. Because I know in the summer Boston has a lot. Lowell has a ton. There's Newburyport has a couple also. I think. Isn't it Newburyport? Mm, yeah. Riverfront Music Festival. That's mm-hmm. free, isn't it? Yeah, I think Haverhill has one too. They do, actually. really. Uh, yeah. The like Rock and River down down behind Port. um behind yeah. the tap. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They do a laser light show every once in a while and everything else like that. It's, it's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously that's more summer catered to summer dates. I mean, it's easier to just date in the summer. Yeah. It is. It is easier to date in the summer. But there are still things you can do in the winter for dates. Like flooding. Yes. That's also on here. <laughs> I feel like Leah made this list for someone else. No, what do you mean? I mean, when her boyfriend listens to this, he's like, huh, this is what I gotta do. The whole checklist exists. <laughs> Another thing I thought of, and I kind of got this idea from Parks and Recreation, uh-huh. definitely did, is if you have to go on errands, you can make it into like this fun day date thing. So, you can, remember the episode where April and Andy, they're at the bar, but they don't have money, so they see who can get the most free stuff mm-hmm. at the bar? You can do something like that at, like, probably at a mall would be best. So that seems a little skeezy, but, I mean, like, it's funny I mean, when they having yeah. fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess so, fun. yeah, that's true. Um, so, you can do that, or if you're feeling really ambitious and you have the time for it, you can print out a scavenger hunt, and each of you can go off and do, like, a little scavenger hunt. Or better yet, stay together because you're on a date. Yeah. I mean, well, all right. Because <laughs> otherwise you're just like, I don't want to see you, but I want to win. So I'm going to go this way. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Um, Good thought, though. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, I won't go through all of them, but another thing I thought of was if you, like, if you're a sports fan, obviously you can go to college games instead of, like, the professional games. Sometimes they're better, too. Yes. Sometimes they are better. And you get to, like, see the college fan area, and it's wild, and it's really entertaining. A lot of them are drunk. Yeah. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) Go check out a UMass game, guys. Oh, yeah. Been there, done that. 
Um, but my last thing I'll throw out, because I don't want to take up, I know it's getting late, um, is you can do a chopped at your house. So has everyone seen Chopped before? I have not. Uh, remind me of the basic premise, because I... So it's a Food Network show. Yes. And... I know it's a game show of some kind. Yes. So the chefs are contestants, and they have to open up, like, a basket each round, and there's these, like, weird ingredients that they have to put together to make something. And then, obviously, like, the one with the best dish wins. Right. Okay. Yeah. I remember now. Yes. So, the two of you can go to a food store. You would have to separate for a little bit to get the ingredients. Like, <laughs> Worst date ever. Four, four or five, depending on how ambitious you're being. Well, you could get the ingredients for the other person. That's, yeah, that's what you're Okay, doing. I didn't know if yeah. like, you that's why you're splitting up. rate a bunch of ingredients and then decide, well, this is going to this basket. Oh, no, this no, 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 no. Yeah, so you split up, get it for the other person. Gotcha. And then... You're basically challenging them to, to make you something for dinner. Exactly. Based on but, what you can But put. you're both cooking. Right, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so this is a good test to see if your date is worthy of making, like, food in the future. Like, would you want her or him to, to cook you food? Or, like, would you allow them to... Or would you be like, no, 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 I got it tonight. Don't worry about it. On would purpose. you allow them to? You're kept woman. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, but what do you, like, do you like those? Are well, there dates that you've gone on that so, have been cheap and went well? Yeah, I've made a list of my own that I've just, like, I've done with my girlfriend over the past year. Where, because, um, like, we've done cooking and stuff, and mm-hmm. so, like, the ones that immediately came up to mind, I was trying to think of, like, the ones we've done that were, like, cheap dates, and, like, you know, going on a picnic. I had that, too! Wow! <laughs> oh, my God! And no I, I even said you can bring lawn games. Yeah, so, like, for us, Riesling. like... Well, I also had that in there. <laughs> like, we, we went on a picnic, um, and it was... So, my favorite place in Massachusetts is Castle Island, and it's right next to Logan Airport. So you can literally, like, lay there, have a conversation with your significant other, and just watch planes fly over. And then there's mm-hmm. cheap food as well there of, on top of whatever you bring. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Another thing that I've done is, and I think this one, like, it, it's a little more expensive, but I think it's evenly priced, is competing for drinks. Where, like, I've gone to um, this one bar in Boston called the Highball Lounge, and they do... All these different board games. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've gone out with her there, and we've played, like, around a battleship. And whoever won, the other person had to buy drinks. And mm-hmm. then we played Jenga, and it was the other one. And then you're spending, like, if you just do a couple games, like, yeah. 20 bucks, like, mm-hmm. each person. So, I mean, it can add up depending on how long you play, but, like, it's still, like, right. that light, like, no one's shelling out $60 on the spot. Right, and it's not, like, it's a different bar atmosphere. Yeah. I like that bar. Um... Uh, another one is, and so, two I have to actually, so the one I'll bring up right now is community events. Um, mm. I want, like, I'm currently refinancing my loans to this company, SoFi, and they do community events, like, every month, mm-hmm. and they, like, you pay them money to go to these events, so they lock you down, like, so mm-hmm. they'll keep the money if you don't attend, but then you go there, and it's an open bar, and it's absolutely free. So we've gone on those before, gotten free drinks, mm. and, like... You're, so, I think, supposed to mingle with other people. We did not. <laughs> but let me tell you. It was super great. <laughs> and then the last two things that I wrote down that um, I can't take credit for are 
over the summer, my girlfriend got tickets to, or not tickets, it was a free event in Boston Common for Shakespeare in the Park. Nice. Which was awesome. Which was great, and it was just, you bring a blanket, or you don't, and you just sit there and you like... <laughs> or you don't. And you watch the show, and it's yeah. absolutely free, and then if you want to go home after and call it a night, you do... If not, whatever. Boston's right there. Yeah, you're in the middle of it. Um, yeah. And then the other one that she suggested, because I've brought it up, the dancing lessons before, was... Because yeah. um, there's a place in Cambridge that I think for $15 does swing dancing. That's not bad. Yes, um, yes there is. Uh, and yeah. I like brought that up, and like, you know... She had a rebuttal that I was like, "Oh, that's kind of more fun because you're willing, you're able to be a little more silly and dumb about it." Is um, she just take da- dancing lessons on YouTube, like pop up like YouTube videos oh, on yeah. your TV and Dance just do in the like, kitchen. yeah, like yeah. do that in like the living room, and like then you don't have to worry about looking like an idiot in front of someone else, right. and you get to still have like the same amount of fun slash right. intimacy with if it. If you really like it, then you can yeah, go and then lessons. you don't have to leave your house, so you're not spending any money. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly, those are pretty good. Pretty great. No, you're not I like it. Um, so another one, I'll just say a couple more. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Enlighten us. So another one I thought of was you can make like a do-it-yourself bowling alley at your house. Okay. So you Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you take like ten water bottles. Empty. So they aren't like vases or like anything like that. No, it's just, not like just wine bottles. Did you are. see this on Pinterest? No, I thought okay, of it today. So you line them up like they're pins, right? And then you put little pebbles at the bottom so they have some weight to them so they don't go flying like when you touch them. And then you use like maybe a golf ball or something that has like the same weight. Maybe. I don't know. You're the engineer. Like a softball. You will not yeah. use a golf ball. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you could. But there would be no pebbles in the bucket then. I mean, golf in the ball. bottles then. That's what I'm saying. No, nothing in the bottle then. You could use a golf ball. But oh, okay. For sure. that, I mean, you could use soft a soccer ball. ball. Softball is a good idea. Softball, soccer ball. I mean, like a soccer mini, mini soccer ball even yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So then you bowl. And then the winner can, like, pick the movie that you watch or... Fast five. That's not a bad Fury idea. seven. Mm. Fair. Or, Fate or, of the Furious. Or maybe <laughs> the loser has to like buy dinner the next time Force you go awakens, out. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I know. It's always fun when you can create a story or like a game out of it because Right, it exactly. Just, yeah. It's like, oh remember that time I kicked your ass? And comp- yeah. <laughs> Pay up. Competition's always great. Play strip bowling. I was just thinking that. Alright, alright, Tooch. You he was thinking. I turn every game into I was, a strip game, okay? Yeah, you do. <laughs> Thank Mike, you, guys. Mike doesn't sleep with pants on. So. I mean, <laughs> who does? I just like stripping. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what kind of dance? That is Mike's do? new career. Stripping. Oh, okay. Good. YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Another one of his long-term goals: Magic Mike Three. Yep. Oh, I'm making God. the main cast. <laughs> That's a, that was secretly the underlining oh, tone of Get Fit. Yeah, was. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get that eight pack. Yeah, I don't know. I think that... Make it 12. <laughs> like, it's best when you have, like, a cheap date because mm-hmm. it forces you to be more creative, which I guess comes off as more genuine. Yeah. yeah. Like, sure, like, you know, the I... The important thing is to only come off as genuine, though. You don't want to actually be genuine. Listen, you snarky bitch. <laughs> 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 it's just very much like... I, like, I personally, like, have gone on dates to Top of the Hub, and they're fantastic. Because you get a great view, you get a fantastic oh, yeah. meal, and they're super fun. But because of the amount you're spending, 
you look back and you're when like, you well, eh. not, not even that. Like, because I don't care about how much I spend. It's just like, all right, well, I spent sixty to seventy dollars here. Right. The night is over, and that's all that you can do. The night is done. Yeah. But if you have, you know, let's go to a picnic, and you do that at like twelve in the afternoon or one, mm-hmm. you've only spent ten dollars, and, and then you're the like, okay, well, we got another fifty dollars in the chamber. What else do you want to do if that? And like yeah. in the chamber of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Now that just sounds like a sex thing. Well, it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it wasn't really. <laughs> I don't. I guess that's that would be that. So, do you want to hear my silly ones? No. There's more. <laughs> so this has been <laughs> episode two. Wait, I do. I do want to hear one silly one. All right, just all right, one. All right. You, you all got right. one chance to impress us. Make it a good silly one. Good all first right. impression. You crash a wedding together. This has been episode two <laughs> of the Notecast. I'm in. Where four friends get together and talk about dumb things. I call being Vince Vaughn. <laughs> so, I hope you all enjoyed it, and we will see you again. Come back soon. Soon?